This is your host, Natalie Allport, and welcome to the All In Podcast. Every second week, we do a solo episode, but for this week's solo episode, I actually did something completely different, which is bring on my boyfriend, Austin. Austin doesn't like being on camera, doesn't like being recorded, so this was a big deal to get him to sit down for over 20 minutes and talk about our experiences with something that we went through about last week. Um, And what it was, was we went vegan for a week. And if you are thinking this is gonna be an episode explaining how to go vegan, it is definitely not that. But it's all about how we pushed ourselves out of our comfort zone, expanded our zone with, with eating and food, how that experience went for us physically, emotionally, mentally, and our biggest takeaways. I think it was really fun to sit down and just learn about the takeaways that we had. I definitely had a big challenge with this. He had a different experience with this. So you'll learn all about that. So without further ado, let's go all in. All right, so for the last seven days, we decided to go vegan and it was a pretty big challenge, not gonna lie. We basically went in with the goal of pushing our comfort zone and our limits around food. If you've tuned into the channel, you've seen I've done things like running challenges and different types of physical fitness challenges. But for me, pushing my comfort zone around food was really difficult and something that I knew that we had to try. For years, every time someone's like, oh, have you tried a vegan diet? I would say, oh, it's not for me, I could never do it, especially having a nut allergy that makes things really hard and we'll we'll get into it. But I knew, I, I just don't like having things that I say I can't do or I could never do. So we had to give it a try and uh, let's talk about how it went. So how did the vegan challenge go for you overall? Uh, it was better than I thought. I thought it was going to be really, really bad. But um, the one thing I realized is I'm probably just overeating, I guess. I'm not overeating as in like getting enough protein, but overeating as in just eating because I'm bored. I guess. Yeah, you do snack um, a lot. So whenever we were doing vegan, it was just like, and we did like one groceries like once, and whenever it was in the house, it was in the house. So like, like I wasn't, um, we didn't really buy too many snacks. I feel like we just bought more so no. like meals and whatnot. So I would just eat like my three meals a day, and I, my energy level was pretty good. What about you? It was bad. <laughs> 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 we had the exact opposite experience. Yeah, I felt good. Like, my training was really good. I had a lot of energy the whole week. Um, So I don't know if that was vegan that did that or just some Spotify banging playlist. (laughs) Wait, can you talk more about, like, what your training is? Because I feel like our training right now is kind of different, so that could affect, like, yeah. Uh, Yeah, Um, so it's less CrossFit now. Um, Last week, I didn't really bike that much. It's been more so biking this summer, if anything. But the weather was kind of crappy last week and cold here. Um, So it was mostly just picking a target muscle and just hitting it for about an hour, two hours. Like kind um, of like functional bodybuilding. Yeah. Like just like going to the gym, you're like, oh, I'm just going to do chest today and just do a bunch of different chest workouts. And then I would just hit like a 20 minute core at the end. So it wasn't like super I wasn't high intensity. Sw- I wasn't yeah. sweating or anything. It wasn't definitely not high intensity. Um, it was just like five sets of a certain movement, um, 15 to 20 reps with a one minute break in between reps and then three minute break in between sets. Or wait, three minute break in between movements and then a one minute break in between my sets okay yeah that makes sense versus like i guess last week well i've been doing a lot of track workouts and those are super high intensity like you've seen 
I'm like my heart rate's like 200 <laughs> in some of those track sessions, maybe because I'm not good at running, but also because they are like lactic threshold, uh, like VO2 max type workouts. And then uh, doing CrossFit on top of that, uh, like kind of Metcon stuff. And then just my shoulder rehab. I would say my shoulder rehab is more like your bodybuilding type stuff. Like, for example, I'm not like necessarily sweating. It's like hard. And mentally I'm like, okay, I have to tune in with this muscle, but it's like, it's, it's more like, um, like working on small muscle groups, like some strength and, and mm-hmm. stability and stuff. Um, so I found, I like, I found okay. Like my shoulder stuff, like that was fine. I was actually in the last week of my shoulder stuff. So I was at the top sets and reps, which means I had like the most volume. So that felt okay. But all summer, like I've been hitting all my running paces and it's based off my mile time, 400 meter, 800 meter. And I was dying. Like, remember Monday, it was cold. That was like the first cold day, but I came back. I couldn't feel my hands. So like, I felt like I was getting more cold than usual. Like I couldn't keep my body temperature. And then, um, I, yeah, I couldn't finish that workout. Like part of it was like, I was in a rush. I had to get back home for a meeting, but mostly it was literally, I couldn't hold the paces anymore. I got halfway through and I was like missing my paces already. Um, and so it's better to like actually get the stimulus of the workout and just kind of cut it short. So that was really hard for me mentally to deal with. And I didn't really know what it was about, but we had started the week on Thursday. So we were already like a few days into the vegan week. And then what was it? The last day of the vegan week, I think that we tried to run again, or maybe the second last, I guess like Wednesday or Thursday, I went running again. And that time I did like do my whole workout. I didn't stop, but yeah, I didn't hit my paces. Like we filmed that, we vlogged that one. And your sleep was all off. You want to tell them about your sleep? Yes. Oh yeah. (laughs) That was, that was the biggest thing I think was sleep. And so like having worked with a lot of like really great, uh, nutrition coaches, especially in the sport of CrossFit, just even like following, you know, what they post and stuff. I, they post a lot about, I, like I saw a post recently from one of my old nutrition coaches that said about like the time, like different things that happen with your sleep based off your nutrition. And like one of the things that I saw was that my, it said like, if you are waking up kind of a couple hours or a few hours before your scheduled time to wake up or your usual wake up time and then really struggling to fall back asleep chances are it's that you're like on a cutting diet you're not eating enough and then your blood sugar is getting really low like at a point in the night so it wakes you up and you're like super hungry and that was what was happening i was like waking up at 4 a.m every single day like every single day since we started the vegan diet after day one i think it like took a couple days so i realized like for you you like snack a lot so maybe because if with your training you're not burning as many like calories. So that got you eating like more maintenance. And then for me, it was like when I was eating vegan, I I was eating less and that was bad for me because I needed to be eating much more. And so like I was really struggling. And then that whole cycle like transferred into my training being not not as great. I don't think it was the vegan diet that did that to you. I think it was something else. So for those of you that don't know, we kind of live like in the forest. Um, and then whenever it's getting really cold out, it's kind of when we get a mice problem, mouse problem, mm. squirrel problem, Wait, what, what rat is this problem. Mice problem? <laughs> well, because we went vegan, they knew that they were safer in the house because they weren't <laughs> they weren't under threat. So they would migrate closer to our warm bodies in the night, and then we heard them. They were pretty loud. They're like in the ceiling or in the roof. Like there's some squirrels nesting <laughs> in the roof, and then some mice that sound like massive rats underneath the floors. <laughs> so I think they were just loud and our senses were heightened. <laughs> All right. So Austin's there. They were just closer because they felt like, you know what? They're vegan. They're not going to harm us. 
So they just felt more comfortable sleeping in our bedroom with us. But little did they know, we killed five mice over, over our vegan. We went hard. Oh, no. I, we felt so bad. Remember when we, you had to convince whenever we killed the mice, we like almost cried and we were so sad. But yeah, they were, we were hearing mice in the walls at night. And that was definitely, but I would say like, I shouldn't have woken up from that amount of noise. Like things happen in the night storms and I don't wake up. But like, it was like, I was waking up at four in the morning every day consistently they're like, they're like loud yeah but then i would hear they sound it like and then when like that would dragging a me. baseball bat on the floor coming <laughs> to your bedroom and then you open the door and it's just like underneath the floor and there's nothing you can do about it yeah that's true well yeah, yeah. so th- i mean that's a factor too for sure i think but i think that just kept me up like because seriously like i was so hungry like my stomach was grumbling when i'd wake up that time and like that's not normal because yeah. like usually never like normal we're not vegan you kind of wake up and you're like excited to eat but I feel like this week, like, I wasn't excited to eat, so I just wanted to sleep longer and just delay it. That was a thing, longer. too. Like, I, my recovery wasn't the greatest, but, like, we slept in l- more. Yeah. And, like, like you th- don't, yeah. You don't drink coffee, so I drink coffee. And my coffee, as soon as I drink coffee, can, like, I mean, kind of, like, hold me for a while. Like, until lunch. I wouldn't even have to eat breakfast, essentially. Um, but we had, we were pretty good at doing smoothies. Um, but I think we should tell them, like, because we talked to a lot of vegans, and we told them what we ate. <laughs> and they were like, "Why? Wow, like, no wonder you hated it. Like, your food option. Like, we didn't get very creative, I guess. That's it true. Was very basic and just like, I don't know, conservative, I guess would be the word. Like, we just like bought the best we could get for our dollar, I guess. Yeah. Like, unflavored plain tofu. And like. Yeah. So I have some vegan friends and every time we posted like on my Instagram stories, they'd be like, proud of you but like what are you eating but that was our thing was so we wanted to make sure we were getting enough protein with all our training and so we bought like the high protein stuff like the soy meat replacements like the tofu um like what else uh beans like black beans but then we weren't getting like super creative with like let's add more flavors and different vegetables and things because our whole priority was making sure we got enough protein but i think that was a big factor too because we weren't getting anywhere near enough like micronutrients because we were eating like the most plain and bland foods versus if we were trying to like diversify our foods which we usually do more of when we're eating meat then that would give us enough like minerals and vitamins at least but i think also because we were eating that bland food we didn't want to eat more of it It wasn't like i was getting second servings i was struggling to finish the meals if i was like oh i want a snack like i need a post-training snack i was like well what is there to do what is there to eat? There's nothing I like. So then I was choosing the option of like eating less, which, yeah, then it just kind of all cycled downhill from there. Yeah, it's crazy like how much you don't realize like what's in your food, like vegan wise, like just in anything. Like we had with those veggie chips and like it was like a ranch flavor and it had milk in it. Yeah, that was big. And then you realized you couldn't do fish oil. And then I took a shower with some... A goat milk soak. A goat milk soak that we bought at like a farmer's market. I had goat milk soap, honey, and something else. Like the most unvegan shower of my life. Um, but yeah, you just don't really realize how much stuff comes in. Especially like the stuff that we got like that was like um, processed food. Yeah. Like when we got like we just too lazy to make like our own potato fries, I guess. So we just bought fries and like the coating on the fry had like milk in it. Yeah, that was weird. Or like even like a yeah. beef flavor. That, yeah, so that was a big one that I realized, like, for example, whenever I used to see, like, vegan aisle, food aisles, and they would have, like, normal plain food, but it was, like, vegan version. I'm like, isn't that normally already vegan? Like, why do they have to mm-hmm. do this? But it's actually, it makes sense. It's, like, it's for a reason because we don't realize, like, how many of these little ingredients, like, there's so many ingredients in all the processed foods that we eat, and that was a big realization. Yeah, and I found, like, 
one week wasn't too bad. Like, I feel like anyone's body can kind of survive a week. But if it went longer, I feel like I would start feeling my vitamin deficiencies a little yeah. bit more. Um, like, we don't drink juice or anything. And I stopped taking all my multivitamins for the week. Like, I would just take my greens powder. Yeah. Um, but I didn't take any vitamin D. I didn't take any fish oil, vitamin C, anything like that. So I feel like I just kind of, like, my body just kind of survived for the week. But any longer, I feel like I would probably would have felt... A little bit sluggish i so i kind of still feel sluggish but like that can be for other reasons bally's trying to get in she wants in on this conversation bally actually liked tofu and stuff bally's our dog by the way and she's she's dropping the ball outside the door and nudging it open uh, she's she wants to come join the podcast <laughs> oh she's so cute but um yeah like it, it was that was a big thing too. I realized like we were definitely not getting any of our micronutrients. So I would say that was a big thing and we were keeping our meals pretty plain. And I think part of that too was like, we spent so much money, like much more than our usual amount on vegan groceries that you then had to like start from scratch. We essentially had to start from scratch because nothing we really ate was vegan, I guess. Yeah. Like, I mean, we eat like, yeah, exactly. We were, but we both say that we could go vegetarian though. Like, like because I don't know what it was, like the soy or the black beans, like, Oh, we had like the worst gas. Like both <laughs> of us, it was so bad. Like maybe that's why we couldn't sleep at night. No, yeah, that's true. So both, okay, actually for context, both of us are lactose intolerant, but Austin loves to eat cheese and I, like we don't drink milk, we drink oat milk anyways, but um, but yeah, like I have, uh, like what, what will I have with milk? I'm trying to think, oh, like Greek yogurt and stuff like that. And we like we find we stomach it pretty okay but like you sometimes maybe not but especially if we eat like ice cream or something that's not the greatest choice but we actually felt like way worse removing all dairy because of all like the beans and soy and i think maybe that just takes some like a customizing like your body has to adjust yeah i mean i i was taking we were drinking what were we drinking it was vega protein powder yeah so i took that before my body was fine from that like that was fine for me um you found it, it tasted a little funky because you're used to whey. Yeah. Um, but I find it's loaded with way more nutrients than like your classic whey protein that you would get at like, I don't know, Walmart or whatnot. Um, and it's cheaper. And I just find it's cleaner. Like, I don't know, I had a whey problem whenever I started training. I would take whey and my stomach would just feel super bloaty. And I would just feel like crap after a workout. So I just stopped taking protein altogether and I realized that like, my body needed protein to recover. I was so sore the next couple of days. Um, but then vegan protein was like so clean to me. And it was like, I would drink it. And it's 30 grams of protein, I think, per scoop. So, and I wasn't, like it wasn't filling. Like I wasn't like replacing a meal with it. It was just like kind of like an addition. And I needed like almost 100 grams. Or how much was it? grams of protein that I needed in a day? Like, like a gram per pound of per body pound, weight, yeah. kind of? So I needed like 175 grams of protein a day. And I started tracking my food a couple months ago. And uh, probably longer than a couple months ago. But I was getting like almost 80 to 90 grams of protein per day. If, oh, God. If that. that if that. Because like I was just like I would just eat twice a day and then snack. And I wasn't eating anything with high protein. Um, so like, drinking a shake or two shakes a day would get like boost me up to what I needed. But it's hard to like eat everything that you need every day. Like, it's almost a full-time job. <laughs> it, no, seriously. Well, that, that was, like, the biggest thing, actually. Okay, yeah. So, I wanted to talk about this because this is, like, my biggest realization from this. So, some context is 
like as an athlete i had to like measure and weigh and track all my macros and all my food for so long and like i worked with amazing amazing nutrition coaches and like i felt amazing but for me it's like getting making sure i'm eating enough because that's a big thing for female athletes is like you worry about how you look and all these things and like i feel like i've been able to work through that for sure and like getting over like past bad eating habits so like i've been someone who like eats a ton and i'm like yes let's eat tons of carbs and do all that kind of stuff but it's hard to get enough protein in. And I found, so like when I got injured, I said, I told my coach, I was like, I need a little bit of a break. I've been weighing and tracking all my food, all my workouts, like everything for like a decade. I just need like some time off. So I've taken like the last two years without weighing or tracking my food other than occasionally. And that's the biggest thing is like, I feel like now I'm not getting enough protein because I'm not like weighing and tracking, but it is like a full-time job to like weigh and track and do all your food. So that's something that I've been thinking like as my shoulder gets better and I'm trying to like make my comeback and get back to competition, I'm going to have to do that again, but I have to like manage the other stress in my life to make sure I have time and like emotional mental capacity to do that. But the biggest realization that I had from this vegan challenge, so for you, it was like that you were snacking a lot before um, and you kind of eat because you're bored. And for me, I realized that like mentally I can... Like, if you told me, like, to go on a fast for three days, like, okay, it would suck, but, like, I could mentally do it. But that's my, that's, like, my go-to. It's, like, for some reason in my head, it's, like, if I don't have the perfect food option, then I just don't eat. And, like, that's something that I've been really trying to work on because that was something that, like, really triggered my anxiety and, like, my food habits. Like, when I was younger, the first nutrition coach I met with, she was, like, a Canadian, it was for, like, our, for the national team uh, program, I think, uh, for snowboarding, and we had this coach that was assigned to us, and I was, like, so proud because she told me, like, all you're eating is already good, I don't have to change anything, but then she, like, pulled me aside and said, like, but I think you might be developing this issue where you're, like, so obsessive. It wasn't like I was under eating or anything, but it's, like, you're so obsessed with having to eat healthy in this certain type that that's actually called, like, orthorexia, and it's, like, a eating disorder where you're, like, you just like you have to eat this perfect thing and you'll go into like anxiety and like panic attack if you don't eat this perfect thing, which is why like doing the vegan challenge was so important for me mentally to put myself outside my comfort zone. Cause I'm someone who's always been a picky eater. Like I don't like that many types of food. I'm very controlling over like what I eat and when <laughs> you're like, yes, <laughs> um, your eyes tell me you agree with this. But, uh, <laughs> but yes, I just, um, like, I think that the one thing that we can both kind of agree on is how important like meal prep is. Like we yeah. don't, we don't do it. And like, I find like when it comes like lunch, we need to get back to that. When it comes to lunchtime, we're both just like panicking and like, sometimes you get like stressed and ex- like your anxiety yeah. because you're like, Oh, like what the hell am I going to eat? Like if I eat now, it's like, is it too late? Is it too close to supper? And it's just like, you just usually just eat like Greek yogurt. That's true. Yeah. So, I've been not like, having great lunches. Yeah. And even if we were, we were vegan. Like, if we just had everything, like, planned out for the week, like, you go in the fridge, grab your lunch, go in the fridge, grab your supper, I feel like you might have enjoyed it more, or we might have enjoyed it more, yeah. instead of just, like, like, excuse my language, like, fuck, what are we going to eat tonight, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's 100%. I totally agree with you. So, that's the, remember that was, like, the, I was saying that yesterday, that I'm going to go to, like, the local, like, um... We didn't, like, plan that well. We were just, like, yeah, well, like, I was, like, refusing to do it, and I thought I was going to get out of it. <laughs> He didn't believe we were actually doing it. I thought I wasn't going to have to do it. And then it was just kind of like, we're starting tomorrow. And I was like, okay. So, like, even, like, the day it started, you, like, looked up recipes. And, like, we should have did it, like, way in advance, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a big thing. I think, like, planning. Because that's that's what I'm taking out of this is, like, 
doing more food planning, especially for our lunches. Like I'm going to like food prep all our lunches because for us breakfast, we make the same thing every day and like our snacks too. Like, and, and then dinner, we do something different, but it's pretty much a variation of like, you know, potatoes, meat, vegetables, vegetables, uh, rice, like whatever, uh, it is. And like that we can base, base, like, you know, if my training is harder or less, like, you know, what our dinner is, but I think having a standard lunch that we can grab, like in between workouts, in between working and work, like when we're running around, that's going to be easier. So that's the one big. And then the other one was smoothies. Like I, I know you didn't like, like the smoothie I made today, but I really like the smoothies. And I think that was a great way to like get even more. So I, I mix our greens powder that we already have every day, usually in there, but like I add spinach, I add like more fruits. I don't really like just eat fruits, like just snack on them. So that was a really good way for me to get some more like vitamins and minerals in there. Um, by the yeah. time you add, you put protein in it, I'm assuming. Yeah. Protein was in there so too. So that's an protein, extra protein. And you like last week anyways, you put like peanut butter in there. So like, we're getting a decent amount of protein. Yeah, we got it. That was like a savior for our vegan week, I think. Because okay, that was like, like, we, like it would replace a meal for us. Thing, thing, drink. Like we wouldn't eat. I, the well, first day we ate tofu and a tofu scramble with that, and like it was a lot. I feel like, but like the shake kind of held us over. Yeah, so I think now like it won't be a meal. Like we'll just kind of add it as like that's our extra protein right. and nutrients. Yeah. But it like good compared to tofu. Bland tofu. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think we would do that, like, even doing that before, like, before a morning run. And then when we come back, have our, like, actual bigger breakfast because that's heavier and, like, you need to kind of digest that. Then, like, do my normal training, lunch, like, another, like, my shoulder stuff. And then, yeah, yeah dinner. There's a lot yeah. of stuff that we had that we didn't really use. Like, we didn't get very creative with, like, our black beans and we didn't do lentils or anything like that. I feel bad because everyone sent us lentil recipes and then, like, I was like, we need to go buy coconut milk. And you're like, no, we're not buying any more things. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, so our strategy is pretty much just, like, what can we use to mask the taste of this tofu? Like, hot sauce, everything, just so it didn't taste like tofu anymore. We just, like, put it on our, like, toast in the morning. Um, But, yeah, I just, like, the biggest thing for me is just, like, I realized that how much I unnecessarily eat just because it's there. And when we did vegan, it wasn't there. And I knew it wasn't there, and I wasn't craving anything. Like, I just, my body and my mind just kind of knew, like, there's nothing else, like, yeah you know and then again just go back to the meal prep yeah just having it there one it saves time you don't have to like think about what you make and then make it um even though supper i kind of like making supper it's just kind of relaxing i guess um but lunch is the biggest thing i guess yeah because in the middle of the day you really don't have time so just kind of grab it go and then I agree. I think my biggest thing is the same thing. Like I realize, yeah, like, okay, even though I am like starving, clearly my sleep and everything and my training's affected. My body was like, because I don't like this food or I don't want to do this. It was just like, okay, boom. Like you can, um, you can just not, not eat. And then I would realize that's actually kind of dangerous. Like I don't want to go down that path. So like for me, it's balancing that out. So it's like, okay, I know that if, for example, I, I want to get back to competition, I need to eat like more, more, like really stick to the certain meals that I need to eat. And of course, like eating enough, um, I could do it again. Like I just know that I still have that mentality. I could do it, but I just need to make sure it never crosses that line again, that it gets like too stressful and I'm like overdoing it. And like, I can never go out and eat with people. I can never do anything. Like, I feel like I've, I've like been working on finding that balance in like all areas of my life and that this has like helped me with the food aspect and reflect on that because it's something I like haven't really thought about I think that was the biggest one and I also want to just say like we have friends who like 
did really well at the CrossFit Games being vegan. Like their whole team was vegan athletes. So I don't think it's it's not impossible to do as an athlete. It just one, I'm allergic to nuts, so I can never go to like a vegan restaurant because of cross contamination. Like I'll actually end up in the hospital and perhaps die. Uh, that's almost happened before. So um, and and I know like people who I talk to who are vegan, they get a lot of calories and nutrition from nuts. So that was that was a so I just know like for us maybe it didn't work. I think it could have worked better. Like we could have actually done it if we had more time more planning um just explored more foods for sure so i don't want this to like deter people from like okay we'll see vegan didn't work it didn't work for us we maybe didn't do it the best way there's ways we would have adapted and changed we would have probably got our blood tested different things if we had longer time um so overall i just i just wanted to show like it is it is pretty hard though it's not like it's not super easy you do have to like monitor everything that you're eating even your shampoo like there's so many things that we didn't know before we started yeah um like even i think like we're both animal lovers yeah. like we like cry when we kill a spider i guess <laughs> um i just cry because there is a spider <laughs> anyways um but like we both don't like harming animals like like being like the carnivores i guess um vegetarian i think would have been perfect to yeah. start because it gives us like that like option of having eggs in the morning and then also like having dairy just i don't know kind of get a little bit more creative and kind of gives you like a little bit of like space with your food. Um, but I think vegetarian would be, it'd be pretty easy for us. I don't think it would be that hard. We should probably just survive off of eggs. Um, but I guess that's why they call it a challenge. <laughs> yes. I, so I think taking from that, do you, would you say that like in the future we might like, I, I mean, I, so to me, yeah, I definitely agree with you. And I think so it's really important to me, at least, like, to try to make sure I know, like, where my meat's coming from and, like, sustainable. I know, like, we argue about that with eggs. Like, it is kind of, it's important to me to try to get organic, pasture, like, like wild, um, like, especially for meat. Like, if I can get grass-fed meat with no antibiotics and all that stuff, it's really important to me, like, how the animal was treated, as well as, like, the quality of the meat. Would you say, like, going forward, we might be a little bit more, like, cautious of that and then even maybe even just replace certain meals, like meals that we know we can get protein from other sources, just like maybe not eat as much meat, for example. Like we're not going to be vegan, but like you said, we probably could be I'm vegetarian. Not but I'm just going to eat bland tofu because I can. That's <laughs> no, but happen. like... But yeah, I know what you mean. Like we could, we could still, you know, we could have more of those protein shakes and that kind of replaces like a meat meal, for example. Not replaces, but like, you know, that means we, we don't have to get as much protein from meat later. And there's like some different ways that we can maybe just be a little bit more sustainable and like especially make sure we source our meat from sustainable ways but also balance that with um not definitely not being you know vegetarian or vegan but incorporating some more plant-based foods i guess or plant-based meals into our lives mm -hmm. yeah. cool well i think that's uh that wraps the seven day challenge the vegan week challenge i really appreciate you austin for diving into this because it was, it, i it was a really good seven week challenge Seven days. My bad. Um, felt like seven weeks. No, you said seven days. I just it felt like seven weeks. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think I think overall it's good that we pushed ourselves out of our comfort zone, and hopefully we'll do some more challenges and things that just like they push us mentally, and we got to have this reflection. I think that that's the whole point of like the videos that I want to create at least is like pushing ourselves outside of our comfort zone, showing the real highs and lows of some of these things that we do, and yeah, especially like with my training and things like that, and just 
not have things that limited me, right? Like I said, I'm not a runner. I can never be vegan. I can never do these things. So like, I want to just push myself and try it because I don't want to get to the end of my life and be like, oh, I just set myself into this little box and said I could never do some of these things. Like, even if it wasn't a great experience, I'm glad that we did it. Yeah. All right. Awesome. I'm going to go eat a hamburger. (laughs) Hey, I think that the greatest gift in life is presence. So thank you so much for gracing me with your presence of tuning in to this episode. Now, something that I would appreciate a ton and would help this podcast keep growing is if you, one, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your social media so more people can find the podcast and hopefully we can help impact more people. As well as number two is if you can leave a rating and a written review. That means so much. And once again, thank you for being here.